I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Shenara, shenara. It's um, me, Fifan. It's me. I'm, um, I'm talking to you from New York City. Uh, feels awesome to be here. I hope you're good. Uh, this is episode two. Things are, things in life are brilliant. Uh, it's very warm here. I mean, to be honest, it's too warm. I'm a little ginger person, and I've been thinking, you know what? I should wear some like cut-off jeans, or um, which I'm not a fan of. I'll be honest with you, I'm not a fan of the cut-off jeans. I just think denim. I'm like, very good. Wear the long jeans, you know. Uh, don't be cutting them off, you know, especially men. Men seem to wear these jeans, these jean shorts that they cut off and then the little romper just kind of, it just it just falls down, doesn't it? It just, it just sort of decides to kind of think, oh, I've got to get, got to get to the feet. So the little romper just pops out. It's like when it snows and then there's like a window and then the snow lands on uh, the window, you know, the window bit, and then it just creeps over a bit, it just starts icing over, and before you know it, you've got a little rump of snow there, so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very warm, actually, Ed Sheeran is here on Saturday, he's going to play New York, and uh, that's going to be really interesting, because he's ginger, I reckon he's going to fry up, I reckon he's going to burn, because, uh, yeah, it's very warm here, very, very warm, um, and uh, I've done my gig, I've done my show, um, I've got some breaking news as well, um, I, I I did the show, and then I went out for a drink, um, and I got asked for ID, ha <laughs> ha, very good, me, me, uh, yeah, they, they asked me for ID, which was the coolest thing that's happened to me, I just couldn't believe the guy was asking me and I said are you sure and then um, he said oh yeah you just you just make it and I was like yeah of course I do and I look like you know someone from the movie Cocoon Um, and that's the amazing thing when New York everything feels like you're in a movie you know there's like there seems to be no sense of shame here in, in 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 kind of admitting things or talking to things you know um they're they're sort of i've heard so many brilliant conversations where people are just walking along you know and they're saying to you know they're on their phone or something and they're like yeah man i mean if he eats my food i'm gonna shoot his dog and i don't even know if they've got a dog but fee fun it's magical you know everything there's no there's no um there's no shame here. I, I don't know. I, I just think they say whatever's in their mind. There's no, there's nothing that stops them saying, you know, don't say that, Jim Bob. You know, that's not cool. Um, they they just go for it. So it's been amazing. 
I don't know if you heard the beep of the horn there. It's like in the movies. You just hear people like shouting. You, what, what you do here is you hear like a rubbish bin uh, getting knocked over. It just hits and then you hear a cat go. And then someone goes, I'm going to shoot you if you don't be stupid. If you don't be stupid, that doesn't make sense, Al. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been amazing. I've been here since Monday. I arrived on Monday night from um, from Svaria. I flew the traditional way uh, of getting in a plane and flying, but I went to uh, Iceland. And I don't know if you've been to Iceland. I just flew over it. Obviously, I didn't flew. I didn't fly under it. You know, there wasn't like a volcano eruption where we had to take the plane underground. Um, yeah, we went. We went to Iceland, and uh, blew me away, man. It just looks like um, <laughs> it looks like Mordor in summer. It's um, it's incredible. It just looked beautiful. If there's any Icelandic people who are listening to this um, second episode of the podcast, um, I'm going to come and visit you um, because I just think it's a brilliant place. It just looked amazing. Uh, Icelandic people were very friendly, you know, and uh, so I did that and then I went to JFK, landed in JFK, um, which is a good thing. You know, when they've got an airport, I always think it's a good thing that you land and uh, then it was a four hour wait in the queue to get through um, and I was with a few Swedes I don't know if you heard that there was a shouting there was someone threatening somebody I'm in a I'm in a flat in New York and I, I don't know if you heard that but there was a, a threat or maybe it was a threat to my life I don't know maybe it was me be discussing the four-hour delay at JFK Airport but someone just shouted out something really angry and that's what seems to happen here in New York City. Uh, people get angry. But I didn't get angry. I just uh, I waited in the queue for four hours. And um, I'm becoming more and more Swedish. Uh, because I didn't get angry at all. I just stood there. Making that noise. You know, that kind of... Like that. And then I thought, I'll, I'll email them in three weeks. But uh, yeah, security's pretty high here. As I said, Ed Sheeran's coming, um, and the Pope. Not on the same plane, I don't think. Uh, maybe they'll be in the Pope mobile. But uh, yeah, the Pope is doing a, a gig. He's not really gigging, I don't think. Um, I don't think he comes out, you know, with his um, hat backwards, saying "Yo, yo, yo, I'm the MC Pope." What I'm going to say is going to be dope. If you give me enough time, I'm going to tell you how to tie that rope. Um, I don't know if he does that. Um, I haven't seen him rap. Um, gangster, religious rap. I don't know. Maybe that exists. But uh, yeah, he's doing a, a, a talk. What was he doing? He's doing a not even a performance. I suppose it's a performance. Um, he's doing a, a preach he's doing a nobody knows what he's doing that's the thing with a Pope he could he could turn up nude on Thursday which is not expected but who knows he might just get his bits out 
Or he might walk on with cut off jeans. Imagine that, no top on, cut off jeans. And he's like, I'm the Pope. I can wear whatever I want. And then Ed Sheeran just starts a song behind him. Um, so yeah, that's on Thursday. Uh, the Pope's here. Um, um, Stefan Levine's coming. There's like 150 world leaders. Obama's popping in. Um, but yeah, security's pretty high. People are kind of tense. They're looking around for anything suspicious. Anybody with cut-off jeans um, or a cat having a douche, which is always suspicious because cats don't need to have a douche. Uh, they lick themselves, don't they? They do that kind of... I don't know if you've heard that um, wherever you are um, in the world. You've probably got your headphones on. Um, you've just heard Al Pitcher make the noise. This is off. This is this is me live as well from New York City. It's not a CD. It's not a sound effect CD. That was actually me. If you actually go to a sound effect CD and you press cat licking itself, this is the noise you get. So, um, yeah, it was me. Um, and then, um, so the Pope's here, and then the gig on Saturday is Beyonce, Coldplay, Pearl Jam, and Ed Sheeran. And I think that's going to be pretty amazing, you know. And it's, you know, if anybody can go on uh, on stage after um, the Pope, it's Beyonce, isn't it? You know, all the women, independent Put your hands in the air, you know, that kind of thing. So that's going to happen. And uh, so there's a lot of things happening. I did my show on Tuesday. Um, I did a show at Scandinavia House. It was absolutely a bunch of brilliant people. There's a Swedish community here in in New York. It was brilliant. There was a... At the show, there was a Norwegian, two Norwegians, boo, Norwegians. Um, and then there was um, a, a Hungarian. I'm not going to go through the whole, it wasn't like, wasn't like the United Nations, but um, there was like five or six different um, nations were um, <laughs> were represented. So I thought that was pretty cool, coming to watch a New Zealand comedian talk about Sweden in New York. Um, and they came up to me afterwards and one of them said what does this word fifan mean so you can see it was a it was a really fun gig actually I had possibly no not even possibly probably the best heckle of all time that's not a heckle that's me drinking vatan mm. you, you have to here you really have to or else you um, yeah you die um, so I um, I was doing the show and then it was just I went on after the break after the pals and then someone a lady kind of was like one she was coming back um, she was late from the pals and she's like holding the wall not holding the wall there was a wall that wasn't gonna fall down um, but she was like holding it in a kind of spider woman kind of way and uh, and I said in a very nice way, I said, oh, where, where have you been? I'm a bit late there, coming back. Because that's what I do. I love comedy that um, that's like in the moment. I love comedy that you can be part of. That it's in the room, 
that this lady's coming back. I don't want her to feel, you know, awkward. I don't want her to feel like picked on, and she wasn't at all. It was uh, a kind of a cool thing, and we got talking, and within 10 seconds, she shut me up, um, which can be difficult on stage. I've got a bit of energy, a bit of love, and want it to be great. And I said, why are you late? Um, was it okay? Is everything fine? She said, yeah, it's absolutely fine. I just breastfed my child. She said, my child, not a child, you know. I don't think she'd watched the first half and thought, very good. I've got to get out there and breastfeed a random child. She didn't just pick a child from the street and and and, and latch them onto her um, uh, nipple. Um which I think is English word nipple comes from the Latino Latino word Latino Latin uh, word of nipple um, which people used to say uh, if you play I will nipple and they would show their 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 boob uh, man boobs and uh, sweet court don't you call it breast wart which is not as sexy I feel as Oh, I want to kiss your nipples. Um, I really don't think the idea of, I want to puss your vat. I want to puss, I want to have a puss puss on your breast vat. Mm-mm-mm. So, um, yeah, so she said she'd breastfed her child. And, um, and I thought that was pretty amazing. Um, and that was possibly after 14, 15 years of doing comedy, the greatest heckle comeback, the greatest thing that anyone's ever said. I mean, how to shut up a person or a comedian um, is to come back and say, I just gave my child milk. What are you going to do about it? It was a real kind of flip the bird, like, you know. Um, So that was really cool. I like the way, and I like the way comedy works sometimes. I like the way she felt she couldn't sit there with uh, milk in her things, um, uh, in her jiggy dig dings, um, she wiggy dig digs. She felt she had to release the milk. And then the weird thing is, she came back to the show. I still don't know where the child was. I don't know. Maybe the child just needed milk and then was going to, on the way home, maybe the child was 18 years of age. We never got that part. But uh, it reminded me of a heckle I got in um, Halsingland. Is it Halsingland? Halsingland. I'll say it like five or six times, Halsingland, and then you'll probably do that Swedish thing of, Yaha, Halsingland. Um, yeah, so I um, I uh, I did a gig there, and then halfway through the show, uh, this lady stood up, and I love love doing comedy, and I love doing those small places in Svaria, those you know ah brilliant places where they they you know you walk into the local bar, and and the doors are like those country and western doors, you know they're kind of they're like ding ding, ding the doors open and shut. And then you, um, you, the piano, the players playing, and they're like, um, "Jubi coming," and then ding, they look at you, and they're like, "Who's this person? 
we've never seen them before. It was really that feeling. Um, and uh, she stood she stood up and she was like, I'll be back. She ran off, um, which was already weird. She'd stood there for 83 minutes, um, sat there for 83 minutes watching my um, nonsense. And in a beautiful Swedish way, she made a scene. She, she politely got out of there and she came back maybe 10 minutes later holding a massive failure curve. It's one of the most beautiful moments in my career to have a, the doors of the theatre open and then just the silhouette of this lady holding this curve, like wielding this kind of Viking kind of meat sword. And... Uh, yeah, she'd forgotten to bring the corv to the gig. It was a special corv for me. It was a sausage failure corv um, from the Housingland area. So she, um, so she went off. She got it. She stopped a taxi on the way. Can you believe that? She actually stopped a taxi. I just feel. I mean, can you imagine that? And and it made me think. You know, because I'm in New York City. You know, sometimes it's difficult to stop a cab, you know. Maybe if I just had a big, massive failure curve, um, maybe that would make sense. But what she did, she said, Here, Al, I've got the sausage for you. And uh, I don't think in my whole life it could have been planned or predicted that a lady would ever say that to me. Um, but it was nice. Uh and I chopped it up and gave it to uh, many people. I think I just chewed on it like goodies. I cut it into a little bag and just over like, I think it, it took me like three years to eat it. It was massive. It was the size of an elephant's arm. So um, that was cool. Um, and then... Uh, one thing I must say about the, the New York show, which was really cool, was the community here. There's a Swedish community, and I was like, do you prefer living here? A bit quiet. Or do you miss Sweden, miss Sverige? And everyone was like, yeah. Even the people like from Hungary and even the Norwegians were like, yeah, we love Sverige. So um, there's a really sense of um, community here and pride in the sense that they live and they are from Sweden. So that was cool. Um, I talked about the queuing up. Uh, I did queuing up in um, JFK for four hours. And I also went to the U2 concert, which, mm -mm. sorry about the drinking the water. I mean, I, I don't know if you'd you'd carry on listening if it, if it was just me going and dying. But uh, in New York, it's really hot. So I feel I must drink water at all times. Tuck. That is the Vatten update from Willy Water. Um, not Willy Water. That is um, that's a completely different thing. I just thought of a character called Willy Water. But Willy Water is just kiss. So I uh, went to the U2 concert that was cancelled. It was one of the saddest nights in my life a friend of mine a long-term friend had come over from the uk especially for the concert and it was cancelled wasn't it i don't know if you've read about it um it was not a beautiful day it was because uh, a, 
an off-duty police officer brought his gun to the gig and it sparked this kind of weird weird threat i suppose you know that um things were going to happen things were getting things were going down um uh in a really really sad way to cancel a gig that some idiot you know that's like it's like turning up it's like someone's eating a maca and then you start trying to put bread in their face there's no need for that the maca's already made the bread's already prepared you don't need the extra bit of sourdough so this this fool i'm going to call him that's how um, controversial I get on this podcast this absolute fool um, brought his gun along and then that sparked an alert it was a really uh, weird reaction of course um, a guy came out um, and announced he didn't announce that he was coming out but he came out and he said uh, we need all the people in the seats to now go outside initially people thought that it was um, because of a ticketing problem and the scanners didn't work and that was the rumour but really it was because of a threat you know the con- the concert was cancelled at 22.20 the band had already left at 21.20 thanks for staying with us Bono you know then when the threat's already there you're already in your home in your home already in your hotel washing yourself um, but uh, yeah, so that happened. Uh, very strange, very surreal kind of feeling. I don't know if you've ever been in a kind of because you've got Twitter now and, and he selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, thirty six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/work. Shopify.com/work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Came out, he said it in Swedish, and then, you know, maybe a lot of the audience had flown in. There was, like, some people from the Czech, uh, people from Poland... Um, my friend from the UK, there were some people from Wales, um, they were all there, and he was saying it in Swedish, and then the Swedes were like, well, okay, well, huh, that kind of messes up the day, but, uh, in Tabra, but, uh, ah, yavla, <sighs> and then that was it, that was the reaction, and then people were like, say it in English, say it in English, it was me, uh, saying it in English, and they changed to English, and uh, 
they said it and then people got angry very passionate a few Italians said there will be a horse's head in your bed when you get home which is quite a specific threat um, which I didn't report to the police but uh, um, yeah so they 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 cancelled it and then they 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 got everyone off the seats but they they let people stay on the floor like people were still on the floor you know not on the floor not lying on the floor in a protest but on the general admission floor there were people still staying there and uh, they were singing and then they started looking for for bombs you know because and the beauty of twitter was people were like there's a bomb they they're looking for a bomb um and there was like maybe 10 staff from Gloob and looking underneath the seats and people were singing like but you still haven't found what you're looking for which was kind of amazing it was on a Sunday people were singing Sunday bloody Sunday um I started a rap you know Pope rap of like God bless us if it's a bomb I don't want to meet the one um but that didn't go down that well um and uh so they cancelled the show and my friend couldn't make it and then they had a refund kind of policy which they had to do and they did the concert on tuesday when i was doing a show to uh swedes and one of them needed to give milk uh, through the breast vat to their child so didn't see the show but uh it was half full as well but in um bono's eyes probably half empty so um yeah that's been my week really um i i i wanted to do this podcast because i wanted it to be uh upbeat i wanted to be in your ears you know i want to be there i'm on your little ears now you know any noise i make is like and that's the beauty of the the technology of the world i'm in new york city and you can hear me that's not that amazing is it because people were in the moon weren't they they went to the moon and they still heard them they didn't even shout uh so what i'm going to do now i'm going to answer a few questions and this is what we're going to keep doing with this podcast there's only number two i'm talking like i'm a veteran of three thousand podcasts but it's only number two and what i want you to do is just keep sending questions because i want to answer them um it's not necessarily going to be funny 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 i don't think that's a good term to say are you funny funny or just funny um but i i wanted to answer some of the questions um i i picked three kind of random people um and i've i've gone for the questions uh so here we go let's sort of get into this um question uh the first one's from camilla jacobson and she said how did you end up here um i don't think she means new york city maybe that's what they should have asked me at uh, JFK but uh, yeah she means like um, why New Zealand then then you came to Britain and then now you're in Svadia. Um I think um, I really love it in Sweden um, I I did comedy in England um, I, I met my wife that's how I met my wife uh, not doing comedy we're in London um and I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't think you should ever be ashamed of romance, but uh, romance is a cool thing, and I'm madly in love. Um, I met my wife. I was working in the bar. She was working in the kitchen in a, in a pub, the same pub, 
and I would uh, communicate with her. I'd talk to her, obviously, but while she was working and she was making food and I was taking the orders for the food and um, I was serving drinks, we'd we'd have a, a food lift, you know, like a little hiss, you know, and uh, so she would send the food down, I'd do that. And then every now and again, I'd just throw in a little, a little written note from me, you know, old school romance, you know, like, um, hey, how are you up there? Um, up. It wasn't really cheesy, like, you know, how are you up there in, in my thoughts? You know, it wasn't anything weird like that or, you know, um, you better not leave me written in like tomato ketchup. Um, no, I would just write like, I hope you're having a good day and a little joke or something, you know, what goes up and doesn't come down, you know, the food, because it was broken, the, the hiss. So it was like this, it was, it was like Tinder 15 years ago. It was like, uh, this kind of, um, I was swiping right. That's what I was doing. And I would write this little kind of mail. Uh, it was like a hiss his mail yeah Soren his mail that's what I would do the the food uh, elevator was so small I was able to put Soren his mail in there and then Soren uh, Soran would um, speak to my wife and then he'd come back down and he'd tell me in his hilarious way I think he's a brilliant comedian um, so yeah his mail um, and then we started uh, dating uh, not me and Soran, that was later. Um, and I worked at Ticketmaster. Uh, I hope this is interesting. I think it's interesting. I worked at Ticketmaster. I used to get uh, tickets for theatre and musicals. And I would think, uh, and then I would take my my wife-to-be. I would take her out and uh, um, to these musicals. And she thought I was like something from The Sopranos or something. Like I could just get tickets. But really it was... A way of selling the tickets of a way of if you worked at Ticketmaster you'd know the show people would randomly call up and go what shall I see and you'd go you should go and watch um, Willy Water live with the wall Willy Water's wall live show and uh, so it was a way of doing that but so we went there and then we fell in love uh, and then we I, we used to come over and I used to um, uh, come to Svaria and I used to love it, you know, would come over in winter time. Uh, it was snowing outside. It was obviously freezing. And I would um, just sit inside having fika and looking at different members of her family in a kind of beautiful Swedish kind of starey way, just staring until someone said, we should put Carla Anka on and we'd watch some TV. So um, I love that. And then uh, we moved here in 2010 and it's the best move of my life. So that's how I ended up here. And I hope that answers your question, Camilla. Next question, uh, Jennifer Mellon, who's a friend actually. So thank you. If you're a friend, you're all friends to me, to be honest. Um, you can um, just chuck me a question she's chucked me two questions uh one of them is if you had to choose between and now i haven't really thought any of these through i've just written them down i want to keep it kind of um freestyle like the pope in the shower with his rope 
um, ruder than it should have been, that rap. Um, so uh, I just want it to be like um, me thinking and answering the question straight away. First question is, if you had to choose to be another comedian, who would it be? Um, I'm not egotistical. I'm very happy with who I am. That sounded weird, didn't it? What a dick. Um, I, I'd, I'd like to do silly comedy, really silly comedy. You know, I like the whole thing where sometimes people do that. They do tricks or that, not magic, but you know, they like hammer a nail into their no into someone's not into someone's nose just random really bad at DIY um I really like this uh, old school comedian called Tommy Cooper who used to do magic but was rubbish at it um I'd like to do that kind of thing but that's the beauty with comedy is you know you can do it in front of a hundred people and 95 people will love you but five people will think you are the worst thing they have ever seen um, and I, I love that about comedy it can it can really um, you can love one style of comedy and someone could hate it so I, I, I'm happy with where it's at um, Jennifer's other question is if you could be a woman for one day what would you do um, I don't know I'm not um, uh, I'm not questioning uh, myself to be a woman at this stage um, if I could be a woman for a day I would um, I'd, 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 I'd make changes I'd make it so everybody got equal pay that's what I'd do I don't know how I'd do that I'd uh, maybe um, demand a, I'd do a protest for a day I'd also walk around and, and, and speak to specific men who would be whistling at me, I guess, you know, let's be honest, I'd look a bit weird in a dress, I'd look like Al Pitcher in a dress, just for, just for, for five seconds now, let's just think of that moment, <sighs> yep, beautiful, hey, um, but, um, yeah, I, I think everyone should be equal, I think, um, I would change, I, I would try and do as many changes as possible. I'd be the ginger Beyonce, that's what I'd be. Um, now, the last question was about, uh, uh, and this was from Albin Folk, Folkson, Alb, Albin, Albin Folkson, Albin Folk, Folk, Folkson, which sounds like something you say when you drop, like, a box on your foot, you're like, ah, Albin Folkson. Um, or it's quite a, a cool name if Alban does something wrong like someone's broken the window who could it be oh Alban Foxen. Um yeah so uh, he asked uh, if what what do what would Swedes consider weird in New Zealand um I think the whole Maori war dance, the haka, is a, is a weird uh, thing that we do. Um, people seem to be very interested in that. I think it's a really cool thing. We do it before the rugby. We're currently playing the Rugby World Cup right now. Um, we also do this thing where we um, 
you when a lot of Scandin a lot of people that tourists that go to New Zealand, they do this thing where they go to uh, they go see a traditional Maori show. And there was a wonderful story I was some ah, wrong word. Not probably not wonderful this, but I'll tell it anyway. Um, on the way there, um, they picked people who would lead the visitors, right? So the Maori welcome was a guy it's always a guy comes out he's got like a stick and he's doing the whole um, tongue thing like bleh, 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 which I'm sure is brilliant to hear on a podcast um, and uh, so so he was doing this and they were told no laughing no smiling don't make any eye gestures don't do anything hand just nothing just be serious you know and this Danish guy, he just couldn't stop laughing. And I kind of feel for him a wee bit because, you know, the, there are some things that you do in life. You know, I've been to a funeral and I've heard someone laughing. It's just this release, isn't it? You know, that kind of, that kind of, <coughs> I love that. That's great, you know. Or, or if you've had a coffee and it goes down the wrong thing and then someone laughs and you... You, you do that thing where you have to you have to leave that room or else the coffee sprays you know you have to do that and you come back and you're like oh very good um, and he couldn't stop laughing and you apparently the, the 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 Maori guy who was holding this big wooden stick was trying to kind of hey man don't laugh you know and in with his kind of actions of like and uh, he did nothing so the Danish guy carried on laughing, couldn't stop laughing, just got the giggles, and the Maori guy headbutted him. Yep, put his head on his nose, broke his nose. Um, I don't know what's right or wrong there. Um, I don't know if that's the way you shut up a laughing Dane. Um, maybe that's Sweden won a lot of wars in Denmark. I think. I think maybe they did that. They just headbutted them. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's not good. I think the guy probably overacted, the Maori guy. But uh, rules are rules, you know. So any, sm- it's another thing happening outside. It's uh, it's late here in New York City, but this city never sleeps. Do you know that it never sleeps? Which I think is a problem. Maybe they're drinking too much coffee or something. But why don't they just have a sleep during the afternoon? Yeah. Um, and then they'd feel better about sleeping at night. Uh, also, another thing in New Zealand is uh, people say hello, which isn't very often here. You know, like when I first went to uh, London, it was very much like Crocodile Dundee. You know, I was walking along, sort of saying hello, good day, how are you? See you next week. And people, you know, I was just nothing, and no one said anything. Um, I think there's a little difference in the in the bigger towns in Sweden. Um, maybe they won't say hello, but in New Zealand, you go anywhere, you go into a shop, and someone will go, G'day, mate. You having a good day? You know, it's almost like a, a little person jumps on your shoulder, you know? Your little conscience is speaking like, G'day, mate. You having a bloody good day? Um, which is a weird thing to get used to, because you start looking around going, what, me? What have I done wrong? 
Um, so uh, I think it's, it's, it's a good way to do it. You know, it's, it's very kind, very nice. I don't know if you heard that. That's the Pope arriving outside. He's heard me doing the Pope rap and he's decided, do you know what? It's late at night in New York City. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pick the rubbish up. Be fun. I'm gonna threat. I'm gonna threaten the rubbish people live while doing the podcast. Can you just be quiet, please? You checked that? Nothing. Nothing from from them. Oh, a bit of quietness. Um, and the last thing with New Zealand is uh, New Zealanders are called kiwis. Uh, Swedes seem to call the fruit kiwis. That's not it. They're called kiwi fruits. The kiwis are the little birds. They're the the bird of New Zealand. It's a bird that 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 um, uh, can hardly see, and it uh, only comes out at night, um, and it can't fly. Possibly the shittest bird of all time. I mean, it's basically just a blind rat, isn't it, with wings um, that likes to party at night. <laughs> um, and uh, so, so what they do is they, they they do this they do this noise of um, uh, uh, they do this kind of little they they stay out at night and then they do this bizarre thing. So that's the kiwi, uh, and the kiwi fruit is a fruit. So don't ever get those mixed up. You know, if you're in New Zealand and someone says, "Here, do you want a kiwi?" You'll probably get. A or do you want to look at a kiwi you'll probably get here kiwi um you won't get uh, a kiwi fruit you won't get offered a kiwi if you do ever get offered a kiwi don't bloody eat it right that's my rules don't bloody eat a kiwi so i think i've covered most of those questions um i hope you enjoyed this i um i bloody love doing this it's like 40 odd minutes and I uh, I just I just it's bizarre for me because I'm used to a live audience giving me a reaction you know laughing or just staring back at me but um, this goes in your ears um, I'm, I'm on tour uh, with my Neman show um, please come along have a look um, I've changed it around I've got some new material so if you've seen the show um, you'll enjoy it even more um, you can get tickets at www. Do you even say that anymore? I don't know. Are the kids down with that? Well, anyway, it's alpitcher.se. Alpitcher.se. I love that word, punt. Very aggressive word, punt. Uh, alpitcher.se. Uh, get some tickets. Um, I'm soon in Sodatalia, Karlstad, and Jan Sherping. Those gigs are coming up soon. Um, don't forget, send me some um, questions. I'll keep on answering them. Let's keep this as an ongoing. Let's do 3,000 of these, you know. I'll be like, how old will I be? 300 a year. Um, it's only it's 10 years, isn't it? Not 300, that's, that's weeks. So that's, oh, be fun, I'm bad at maths. Anyway, I'll be like 78 and I'll be sitting in, I'll be going, do you remember when we talked about New York? Um, and you will go, no we don't. And I'll go, Tuximicket, do you fancy a kiwi? And you will go, no, 
Old man, things are going weird. Why are you showing your breast warts to me? So that's the end. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this. Please spread it. Please tell everybody. Let's make this one of the fun things that you do each week. You listen to this because I love doing it. This has been episode two all the way from New York City. I'll come back to Svaria soon and um, we'll get it down and we'll do another one. Um, Taksimekit. Take care. And uh, yaha for new. Puss puss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.